<laughs> All right, let's do this. Hey guys, I'm Parker Kane. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Upbeat. I share a lot of motivational stuff and info on social media, music, and entertainment, but I will also be sharing my personal experiences and interviewing all kinds of other people for their stories and their experiences, finding and pursuing what they really love to do. Let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Upbeat. I'm Parker Kane, and if you were here last episode, you heard three kind of mini interviews that I had with industry professionals that I met at Idaho RiseCon this last November. So grateful for them and that they could take a sec to chat with me and provide all of us with really good insight and to be able to do it in such a short amount of time. Again, really appreciate them. And in this episode, I have a much more in-depth interview from Idaho RiseCon with two of the speakers who are actually brothers, Jeremy and David Drayson, and they own their own company, Glacier Marketing. And it was an honor to meet with them after the event and to have time to really discuss some details with them. And one thing that really surprised me, and I can say this because right now I'm assuming most of my listeners are LDS or BYU-Idaho students or BYU-Idaho alumni, but after, like in the interview, I heard them say so much uh, that coincides with what I believe. And so afterwards, I asked them, I was like, are you guys LDS? And they're like, yeah, we're LDS. We went to school at BYU-Idaho. So Jeremy and David Drayson are BYU-Idaho alumni, and I thought that was really, really cool because I'm going to BYU-Idaho, and of course, I want to graduate and move on with my life and do really, really cool things. And they did that. They went to BYU-Idaho in Podunk, Rexburg, and they left and they made really incredible lives for themselves. So that was awesome and it really resonated with me. And you know what, this sounds bad, but it gives me hope that I can move on from here and go do really, really cool things. But anyway, let's get into their interview. I just asked them the same questions from the last interviews I had. What are you passionate about and how did you discover that? And I'm probably going to ask every single person I interview those questions because it's such a good conversation starter. Definitely use it in your conversations, guys. You will learn so much more about people and you'll get to details you otherwise would have never gotten to. So that's a really, really cool thing I've learned is to just start off conversations by asking people what they're passionate about and what it is they really want. And boom, the conversation just takes off from there. And in this particular interview, we talk about family, pursuing your passion, embracing change when changes arise, and most importantly, with whatever it is we do, the purpose should be to help other people. An incredible interview with some incredible guys. Let's get into it. What would you guys say are, like individually, your number one passion? And how did you discover that? Or if you remember a time where you discovered that? multiple things came to mind immediately yeah me too. Um, honestly for me family was the first thought that came into my mind um, but I if we spin that and just go to um, you know whether it's pleasure uh, for me it would be golf if it was uh, business it would be design and and more specifically um, just providing the best design possible for customers um, you know, and, and helping their business grow. I, I truly want people to understand how much better they could be if they were to really start to think things through, you know, and yeah, invest appropriately. Yeah. Awesome. What about you? Yeah, for me, I, I agree. I think um, as soon as you asked that first question, my mind immediately went to my wife, uh, went to my family. I thought about um, the fact that we are uh, an eternal family. 
Um, I'm very passionate about that. I uh, also find a lot of passion in um, driving myself to be successful in whatever it is. What did you guys study in college? I was all over the place, to be honest. I, I started out in um, architecture, which, what was I doing there? Uh, <laughs> I took one course and it was horrible. It was the worst thing ever. Uh, and I'm not, uh, I'm not a, uh, an introvert. You know, I, I like to be around other people. And uh, I learned very quickly that if you're an architect, you spend a lot of time alone. So I, uh, I seriously changed my major within one semester and um, bounced over to broadcasting, which launched my uh, career in radio. I've been in radio for 20 years and um, uh, actually got my first radio gig before I ever graduated. And so once I got the gig, I was like, I don't need my degree in this now. So then I switched to uh, business and marketing. Uh, you know, for me, it was uh, design. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be an artist, an illustrator. I was drawing all my life and I got into college and I actually was a uh, illustration major and um, had a couple of professors pull me aside one day and said, you know, uh, what do you think about graphic design? And uh, I took that as your illustration sucks and you need to change your career. <laughs> and so I jumped into graphic design and the rest is history. It's, you know, 30 years now and I, I love it. It's, uh, it's just a lot of fun to see I, I'm an old school guy, so I was in college with uh, dark rooms and ruby lith and rub on lettering, and that was graphic design. Um, yeah. And now we have computers that do incredible things, and you know it's it, it's been really really fun to ride that train and see the advancement of technology and how it changes you know different careers, not just design, but everyone in general, right? Yeah. Technology has changed. Everybody's careers have changed, and you either change with it or you get left behind, right? But it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been design all the way. Okay, I'm interrupting real quick. I have something I really want to point out that I think is, is awesome. But these are two brothers, which means they were born and raised in the same household. At least, I think so. I don't know them that well, but I'm assuming <laughs> that they were born and raised in the same household and that they've lived a life together because they're brothers. And for one brother, Jeremy, he had no idea what he wanted to do. He was starting off in architecture, and then he kind of happened upon a radio gig before he even graduated, and he stuck with radio for 20 years, and then that led to him owning his own company and doing marketing. That like He's had a really intense journey of finding exactly what it is he was meant to do and what he loves doing. The other brother, David, always knew that he loved design and always knew he wanted to do design. And so many years later, even in this company they now own, he is still doing design. 30 plus years of it. That is crazy. It's just cool to see that that's two brothers from the same home who had two completely different experiences. One didn't really know, and it took a lot of time for him to find out, and the other always knew and ran for it. So applying that to our lives, I mean, for me, I was nine years old when I wanted to beatbox and do music and help people, and I always, I feel like I'm someone who kind of always knew. Uh, and of course, I've had up and downs in my journey, and there's always new things that happen. Like, I wasn't nine years old when I was thinking of this podcast. That came up later. So definitely things change. But I still consider myself to be someone who kind of always knew. 
And then up here at school, I have so many friends who are like two years now into college and they still don't really know what it is they love to do and what it is they want to do the rest of their lives. And that's okay. And they don't think it's okay a lot of the time. And they feel really bad because many of them come from families of lawyers or families of teachers or families of dentists. And they all kind of feel like they have to do what their family has always been expecting them to do. And that is not the case. Look at these two brothers. They're from the same family and one person didn't know and found it later. And one person always knew. And both of them have completely different paths that's okay. And so, I don't know, rant over. I just had to say that, <laughs> get that off my chest because it gets hard to see all the time up here at school, but it's okay if your path is different and it's okay if two years into college, you still have no idea what it is you're going to do. You will get there and it'll all work out how it's supposed to. Anyway, let's get back to the interview. What's the worst thing about money and what's the best thing about money? The worst thing about money is it's never going to be enough. It's never going to be enough. I make significantly more now than I did when I was in college, yeah. but it doesn't. It, it hasn't made me happier. I mean, it's bought me more stuff, but I've not found more happiness um, making more money. The best thing about money is the peace of mind that I have about my future. Yeah. I don't I don't stress as much as I used to about um, oh my gosh am, is it going to be like ramen and rice you know if yeah. I were to choose to retire uh, you know at 60 instead of 65 and um, because my wife and I both uh, work and we've had some successful businesses where we have a, a brighter outlook on retirement but with that comes the responsibility to help others and we've We've really grasped that and, and ran with it. So whatever we can do to help um, family members or neighbors or people that we see in need, uh, we like to do that and we like to do it incognito. We, we don't like mm -hmm. to make a big stink about it. We like to just kind of do it and fly under the radar. Yeah, feels good. Yeah. Um, did, did you have an answer to I do. Uh, for me, the worst thing about money is the fact that we need it. Yeah. Honestly. Mm -hmm. um, it's it, it has uh, money is a is a I think it's an evil. It really is an evil, right? I mean, it's it's something that draws your attention away from things that are more important. Um, you know, family and why we're here and you know where where we're going to be next. Um, but then the best thing is um, it, it does provide comforts, right? Um, you know, I, I live in San Diego, California. That's uh, that's a comfort. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's great knowing that I can take care of my family. I can. To Jeremy's point, um, I love knowing that if something were to happen, um, I can no, help people. Right. That's the best thing about money is if you have it, you can help people as long as you have that perspective. What would you say is one like? Like the number one business lesson you've learned and the number one life lesson you've learned? Well, I would say the number one, I'll start with life lesson. Um, and that is that family has to be your top priority. Family's number one, period. That for me is probably the number one life lesson is it's about, it's not about you. It's about those around you, 
and and what is that relationship and and how do you make it better right um, uh, for me the business one the number one business lesson um, it takes a lot of effort work your tail off you know nothing's given to you if you want something and you have enough passion about it work hard do what you can to make it happen because it's not going to be handed right it's, it's there, there's no silver spoons around here that's true awesome yeah I love that for me um, the number one business lesson that I've learned is that you need to be able to um, separate yourself from a bad idea a lot of people start a, a business or have an idea to start a business and they're so married to it because hey I thought of this that they're willing to sink with the ship and um, it, business you, you have to be thick-skinned if you're going to be an entrepreneur and so in business I've learned that uh, you cannot be married to bad ideas. If, if it's a bad idea, it's a bad idea. If it's ugly, it's ugly. It doesn't matter if it came from your head. You got to let it go. Yeah. Uh, in terms of life, um, it, this kind of ties into what I was talking about earlier. I, what I have found in life is that the greatest rewards here while we are alive on earth exist in giving to those around us, in serving those in whom we love, serving those who... Quite frankly, the Lord expects us to be serving, and I—it's I, exciting. It's an exciting time to be on Earth. It's an exciting time to be alive. No more than any other time on Earth have have man. Uh, you know, I guess the human race, mankind, needed people to assist each other and care about each other and love each other more than any other time of its existence. I mean, it, this is it. We're we're preparing for. The uh, ninth inning. Yeah, the ninth inning, the end. I mean, <laughs> this, it. Yeah, it is the ninth inning. <laughs> that is a really good way to put it. And also, I love that his brother finished his sentence for him just because he was trying so politely to basically say the world is about to end. And his brother had the answer to say ninth inning, which really is a good way to put it. And I agree, you know. Things are wrapping up, and right now it's about where our hearts are and what we're doing for other people and what we're doing to serve. That's a really good point to make. Also, in everything you do, work and passion projects and school and whatever it is, if you're serving people, you're going to be much happier. And I really believe that 100%. Anyway, such a good interview with Jeremy and David Drayson. I am so appreciative of them and so grateful that they were kind enough to meet with me after that event. It was a really hectic time for all of us because it wasn't just speaking, it was workshops and all kinds of other things. So really hectic time for all of us, yet they were kind enough to meet, me, meet with me afterwards and do this podcast episode. And I hope that you were all able to learn something from it and that something really hit home to you and resonated with you. Let me know if that happened. Let me know your favorite parts. And until next time, rate, follow, subscribe, whatever it is for podcasts and for whatever platforms you're listening to do that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next time.